Welcome to Relationships Under Construction, a program designed to help teach youth the blueprint for strong future families. Sponsored by Friends of Relationships Under Construction. To learn more about the topic discussed today, log on to RelationshipsUnderConstruction.com. Now, here's your host, Catherine Wood. Have you as a parent or guardian or even as a grandparent ever wondered, will my child be safe from predators and unhealthy relationships? Or have you wondered... Can my teen get addicted to drugs and alcohol without me even suspecting? Have you wondered, can my child be a victim of bullying that could lead to mental health issues? Or have you wondered, will my young adult children ever want to get married and have a family? Well, 21st century parents have so much to deal with as they raise their children. And Relationships Under Construction is uh, serving Ohio public and private schools students, middle and high school students, with evidence-based sound education on how to live an optimal, healthy life. And when we talk about what optimal health means for RUC, optimal health is learning how to make healthy decisions about sexual risk avoidance. Optimal health is learning how to maintain balanced mental health through effective decision-making. And optimal health is learning to understand the effects of risky and addictive behaviors such as sexual activity, uh, drugs, unhealthy relationships, act, addictions to social media, media, and even pornography. Well, these topics are only a sampling of the class classes presented in public and private schools around Ohio uh, by Relationships Under Construction and also members of the Ohio Adolescent Health Centers. Um, and during the 2016 to 2018 uh, school years, the Ohio Adolescent Health Centers served 172,990 students with up to five sessions of classroom uh, programming. So we hope you're inviting your young people ages 13 and up to join us. Join us. Please send your questions through our website at relationshipsunderconstruction.com under the contact section, and you can listen to past programs there by scrolling to the bottom of the homepage and find past programs on the wordcolumbus.com under local programming. So like us on Facebook, and today we are going to continue our discussion about um, uh, teen anxiety, but we want to start with a couple comments on what students think about the um, the RUC programming. So Star Hoyt is here with me today, and Star, just share a couple of comments. Sure. There's a ninth grade female um, from Jackson County who says, I think the presentation was very informative. It helped me see the consequences of my actions and not just myself, but others. I like the videos because they help me understand the lesson better. There you go. Yes, the videos are great to go along with that. There's a ninth grade male from Ross County who says, I learned how to help a person in an abusive relationship, how to deal with bullying, and that I can start my own support group for those being bullied (laughs) in the five big eyes and obsessive relationships. I think the presentation was helpful to understand the effects and causes of an abusive relationship. Wow. Yes. Um, we, we just get so many comments, and it's really helpful to see what kids are saying. And those two comments actually were from our Constructing Safe Relationships curriculum, which is the teen dating violence curriculum. Uh, and we just love to present that part because we, I feel like it really helps kids avoid those unhealthy relationships. Absolutely. And understand what they're all about. Well, I want to make sure we get an announcement in before we go on with our program. 
Uh, I'd like for you to save the date for RUC's 10th annual benefit banquet. It's April 4th, 2019 at Villa Milano. Uh, be thinking about who you can invite to come with you. And RUC counts on this banquet to help us raise funds to serve five counties in Ohio that have no state or federal funding and provide classroom supplies for 25,000 students each year. Uh, so we really, really need your help. Um, and we are excited because the president of CareNet, which is a uh, organization to which pregnancy centers affiliate, Roland, uh, Roland Morn will be our speaker. And uh, we will also be sharing a little bit from our curriculum so you'll learn more about RUC. Wellstar, we've been talking about um, a uh, teen anxiety, and we are using some information from that Tim Elmore put together uh, called Stressed Out, and it's five research-based methods to help teens beat stress and anxiety. And we are trying to get to those five research-based Methods, aren't we? We are. <laughs> and I think this is like program, is this four or five? I think this is five. And so we, last time we're talking about, yes, some it is five. So we were last time talking about uh, what are some common symptoms of anxiety in teens. So uh, remember, you can lis- listen to past programs and get the whole uh, uh, series that we're working on. So let's just talk about, uh, we had mentioned number one was social withdrawal from family and friends, uh, and number two was anger or extreme impatience with random small things that you just wouldn't expect. Uh, so, Star, if you want to talk about the next couple. Sure. So the third was obsession with and spending too much time on their phones. Boy, is that a big one. That's huge. Huge. That's all I see. Yes. People sitting around with their phones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I think when that happens, there should be some curiosity there to kind mm-hmm. of figure out what is it that you're actually into that's on your phone. Yeah, yes, really. And how is that stressing exactly. teens out? Yes. And I think part of that is they don't realize how much time that they're on there. And then they get off and they're just going, oh, no, I don't have enough time for Absolutely. all of the other things that I have to do. Absolutely. So that is a big one. Yes. And then there's a napping or sleeping far more um, often than usual. You know, they're, do you think they're trying to escape? Yes. And just escape all the things that they have to do, this long list yes. that seems impossible. Absolutely. Because one thing with, with anxiety is that your mind is just constantly, mm-hmm. constantly going with the exception of when you're asleep. Yeah. And so you think, well, I'll just go to sleep and try to get away from all of this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and then um, number five is emotional spells filled with tears or even weeping. So those mood swings, oh. you kind of want to look at those, the ups and downs. So difficult for our kids. They, I really think we have done them a big disservice when we've got this many kids and this many problems um, in this whole area. Absolutely. And then we have extremes. So either wanting to be alone or needing to cling to others. So that's number six. Yes, that's number six. And we really have 13 of these, don't we? Yes, we do. A lot. <laughs> a lot of symptoms. It is. So extremes, either wanting to be alone or needing to cling to others. Mm-hmm. So you're you're watching that with your kids. Are they, you know, are they just exhibiting either one of those? Absolutely. And then you want to also look for um, number seven, which is low energy and reduced motivation. 
Okay, that is always a, a red flag for um, anxiety and depression kind of um, combined in there where maybe they were once motivated, you know, and you just notice that, man, they're not as um, motivated or they don't have the initiative um, like they used to. And so that's something you definitely want want to check out, especially if, if it is against um, who they used to be. Do you suppose they're just sort of giving up at this point? I think that could be some of it. And some of it is with anxiety because it is it it affects the, the mind, the brain. Then um, basically that can be very exhausting for anyone that just draining that mental energy can cause you to have um, very low energy. And um, if you're too anxious, sometimes you begin to, to have feelings of uh, possible um, hopelessness and will things ever change and kind of those kinds of things, which could also lead to that reduced motivation. Right. Things aren't going to change anyway. So right. what's so, the use? So do you think this list is going from bad to worse? It sounds like it. It sounds like it doesn't. It, it absolutely does sound like a buildup of things. <clears throat> well, continue on. Sure will. And so um, you also want to um, look for things like uh, self-harm, okay, such as cutting or uh, mutilation with sharp objects. Um, and sometimes that can be uh, very hard to detect, especially if they always wear long sleeves. Okay, mm. so sometimes they can can be harming um, and using those long sleeves to kind of cover up if they're using their arms or if, if they never want to wear shorts. There's different things that you can kind of look for to determine if self-harm might be something um, that they're doing. But it definitely signifies mm. there's there's some pain there if so self-harm. So if you're watching your kids and they always are putting long sleeves on. Mm-hmm. Or, Even in the summer. Right. Absolutely. Time yes. to check it out. Check it out. Absolutely. And then um, the ninth thing you want to look for are uh, feelings of um, being overwhelmed by just your normal activity. Okay, so if if your young person is extremely overwhelmed by something that they just normally or typically do, um, that's a huge indicator that anxiety is on the prowl. Mm -hmm. And then number 10 is neglecting to shower or take care of personal hygiene. Okay, Um, and that's also anxiety and depression. Depression, one of those other uh, mixtures. Depression and anxiety are kind of cousins. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. I like to think of it as that. Um, but if they're neglecting themselves where they once didn't, then that's definitely a huge sign. And then um, 11 is extreme weight gain or weight loss. That could signify, because a lot of times with anxiety, you either eat to deal with it or you don't eat mm-hmm. at all. And then uh, number 12 is substance abuse. Um, and then our last... 13 is feeling hopeless and helpless. Mm. So th- those are, are pretty huge flags there. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a big list. Absolutely. So 13 symptoms of anxiety or depression in, in your children. Yes. And so just talk a little bit more about that. What would you what would you say to parents? I, I would definitely say um, make sure that you are paying attention to those things that are not just said verbally, but pay attention to those nonverbals. Pay attention to those um, emotional reactions and responses and be proactive instead of um, waiting until a crisis happens to get them help. And I think our parents even need, need to say, am I stressed 
Absolutely. out, and then we need to do something about it. That's right. Well, thanks so much, Star, and uh, this is Catherine Wood. I'd like to thank you for listening today. Remember to contact us through the website at thewordcolumbus.com under local programming or relationshipsunderconstruction.com in the contact section and ask questions or just let us know that you're listening. Like us on Facebook and help us maintain and add to our over a 1,000 likes. We hope you'll use these programs to discuss these very important topics with your children and grandchildren and leave a legacy to make your family proud. You've been listening to Relationships Under Construction, a program designed to help teach youth the blueprint for strong future families, sponsored by Friends of Relationships Under Construction. To learn more or for comments or questions, log on to RelationshipsUnderConstruction.com. Tune in again next week at this time for another edition of Relationships Under Construction. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers.